0: Welcome in to the Bill Michaels Show this afternoon. We continue on saying hi to Fred listening to us in Eau Claire. This is Al driving around making deliveries and the program on Sports Talk 105.1 W-A-Y-Y. Thanks to uh, Art listening to us off of the uh, shano slash Clintonville uh, market as well. And in Menominee Marinette, uh, W-M-A-M radio, Bay City's radio up there. And I want to say hi to a Jake as well, and especially Jake and the gang over at the Forgotten Fire Winery, but a different Jake chiming in, saying hello as well. So got them all over. Platteville, uh, another good station uh, right down there on the border, heading towards Iowa. Our friend uh, Ernie and the gang in Verroqua, So good stuff to have everybody on board today. And I know I'm forgetting people, and I apologize, but just kind of rolling through a few of them there and saying Hello. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, that is the phone number to do so. The Green Bay Packers today, they uh, had their shareholders meeting. We're going to hear a little bit from that coming up here in just a little bit. So uh, we're also going to talk with Dave Schrader. He is our guy from uh, WBAY-TV coming up here in just a few. So we'll have some of that as well. Stick around as we're going to talk more about some of the puplist stuff. David Bakhtiari being placed in the pup list and the the bigger concern there, um, you know. I, and again, we kind of broke it down earlier in the program, but you know, uh, you just hope that Bakhtiari can come back and give you something, you know, something, anything. Um, monetarily speaking, you're not doing anything with him. You're not going to cut him loose. You're going to hope that he comes in and and gives you a break. You know, you're gonna hope that he uh, comes in and gives you a break. Um, <laughs> Big Joe Vike says uh, Bill Michaels kick his ass sea bass. That's what I'd say if anybody ever ran out on the field naked. I, I I tend to agree with that. We were talking about that earlier. They did have somebody that streaked onto the field uh, at the soccer match that took place this past weekend up at Lambeau Field. And fans and and media alike were cheering uh, when the guy got taken down. I'm sorry. I know it seems mean. And some of you may think, oh, my God, love and peace and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Screw that. Somebody runs out on the field. You're in the player's domain. You're holding up the game. Yet it's entertainment. I understand that. People scream and yell. But we've also seen where fans have run onto the field in some way, shape, or form on the playing surface and either protested or tried to assault or hurt, uh, you know, players and athletes. Remember when Steffi Graf was stabbed? You know, no, uh, I'm sorry. You run onto the field of play. I hope they kick your ass. I hope they kick your ass taking you down. I hope they get you into the tunnel where there aren't any video cameras and beat you down. Uh, You cannot do that kind of stuff. Not in today's day and age. Just You just can't. It was back in the day of Morgana the Kissing Bandit back in the late 60s and 70s when some girl, you know, ran onto the field and kissed a player. You knew what it was. Everybody kind of giggled and laughed, whatever, but we've seen, you know, the, who was the Chicago first base coach that uh, got jumped by fans some years back that got jumped when the, the the father and son jumped onto the field and beat the hell out of him, and like I said, Steffi Graf got stabbed and We've just seen things happen where you're aghast, and then we all say, oh, my God, that can't be allowed. And then time goes by, and people tend to forget about that stuff. And here comes a fan running onto the field, and they're naked, and it's silly, and it's funny. And you only enjoy it until the next tragedy happens. So prevent the tragedy from happening. You know, you don't let these idiots do this and think it's no big deal to do. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) It won't happen. I will never have sympathy for somebody that gets taken down. There was the, the kid that ran onto the field. Was it the All-Star game, I think? Uh, it was A couple years ago, ran onto the field maybe three, four years ago, ran onto the field and got taken down. And then his family wanted to sue the police and the authorities for taking them down too hard. And I'm thinking, I, I no. <laughs> if you snap a knee, snap a leg, whatever going down, so be it. That's you. You were stupid enough to jump into that domain. Sorry, but I have no, zero sympathy for you. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, go ahead and do so. That's from Michael. Michael says, a 100% agree unit. If somebody jumps onto the field of play, comes running into your work, what have you, he says, I do not feel any sympathy for them. I personally would love to take them down. I've been a security officer in a mall now for years, and some of the things that you have to deal with, is atrocious the mall paul blart mall cop chiming in yeah but there's no press box in the
1: mall you don't have writers true on the this second level cheering it's my whole point yeah. i'm all good with tackling the guy and decking him it's honestly terrific uh you know when the woman was protesting and the security guard just got her like right as she got on the court in the playoffs mm-hmm. very entertaining but still no cheering in the press box <laughs>
0: have we no morals We have nothing. We got nothing. We're good with that. I'm fine with it. Take it out. Although, I, you know, let's see here. If, say, there was spectators cheering in a mall as somebody was doing something they weren't supposed to, and the security guard began to chase them, and they then started to run, just like in a police chase. You know, just, you know, you've done something wrong. We're not talking about, you know, knocking something over. We're talking about some type of vandalism and or theft. Okay. And a security guard is running after you and tackles you to the ground. Are we then cheering?
1: I think we are, but maybe in that setting, we're not objective journalists. That's true. What was that person doing wrong? Taking shots outside of Victoria's Secret on a bench?
0: No, no, no. I'm talking about theft or vandalism. No, God, no. If you got some creeper out there, I think more people would be more uh, in favor of the creeper being beat up and going down than somebody that, you know, does something semi-vandalist or, or, you know, just a minor theft, if you will. Maybe because creepers are looked at uh, differently in, in public society.
1: Maybe we just need more journalists in malls. Maybe that's the best way to have this public experience <laughs> Maybe that's what we
0: do. We just go hang out in the mall, you know? <laughs> Just, just go hang on
1: the mall. <laughs> Listen, I have my beat writer hat on this week. Going to media yeah. days, ask, asking yeah. questions and things, wearing credentials. So okay. I'm trying so, to uphold okay.
0: journalistic integrity here. Let's just say then you've got somebody at the Big Ten media day that gets in there that shouldn't. And just as Paul Christ goes to the podium... They run up and, like, yell, you know, go Michigan, and they throw, like, pop at him or something and go take him off out of there. Are you then using your journalistic hat to cheer as security guards take him down? Well, I mean,
1: ugh, internally, because it means I don't have to listen to Paul Chris press conference.
0: Oh, my God. I'm You're kidding. so bad.
1: I'm kidding. You're so bad. I love Paul Holy Chris, raccoon. but, I mean, come on. We're going to ask him very—there are going to be great questions asked, and I'm— Already accepting, we're not really going to get much. But that is, yeah. it is what it is. I love Paul Christ. Okay. But I would cheer internally,
0: not externally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. There you go. The commentary of one Ben Kenny 877 867 1670. There you have it. <laughs> uh, this is from Grumpy. Grumpy says, uh, No way anybody runs onto the field. Take him out. Uh, then this one's from Stewart, who says, "Come on, are you kidding me? Breaking somebody's knees because they're having fun running onto the field, getting their five minutes of fame? No, take them out. Because you never know at what point they get close enough to a player whether or not they're going to shake their hand. Much like the two gentlemen did that ran onto the field and patted Henry Aaron on the back as he was just about to round third and head for home on that historic record-breaking home run." or whether they're going to run onto the uh, onto the field of play or the court or what have you and stab Steffi Graf, You don't know. You have no idea until it happens. And then if something tragic happens, you're going to say, oh, I can't believe they didn't stop him. I, you know, I go back to wa- watching the guy that uh, jumped out of the stands at one end of the field in Cincinnati and ran the entire length of the field to the other end only to steal the ball out of the hands of Brett Favre. Now, At the time, kind of scary. We laugh about it now because nothing happened. But I was stunned and dumbfounded. They couldn't get any security onto the field to get this guy in the first 50-yard portion of his dash. Part of it was because uh, the guy that he jumped past when he jumped out onto the field uh, was pretty hefty. He wasn't catching him by any stretch of the imagination. But I still thought it was ridiculous that you had a, uh, a fan run the length of the field and stole the ball. From Brett Farr. We laugh about it now, but it could have ended up tragic. Um, this is from Mike who says, uh, hey, unit, without David Bakhtiari, Yash Naiman plays left tackle. Who is our depth at right tackle? Royce Newman can bounce out. Uh, Zach Tom is suited for right guard. Uh, Sean Ryan is another guy that they could possibly move up. I don't believe Cole Van Lannon is next in line, but certainly on the depth chart he is. I don't know how much he's progressed progressed in that sense, but those are all possibilities. Those are all possibilities. Uh, From the uh, police chief in Green Bay, he said, quote, We are aware of the video showing an interaction between a Green Bay Police Department officer and A.J. Dillon at the soccer match at Lambeau Field. We appreciate Mr. Dillon's perspective and supportive comments. Our professional standards division is reviewing this incident. There you go. They are acknowledging it. Yes. Yes, it happened. Um Quadzilla, A.J. Dillon, said two security officers told me and told me and helped me come down on the field during the 30 minute rain delay so I could do a Lambo leap, hyping up the crowd, I'm assuming he missed them telling him that I was coming down to do the Lambo leap. Adrian Amos says, You better than me? It would have been a whole scene out there if I got yanked like that. Uh Devondre Campbell said, I ain't tripping about the grab because I would have immediately got up out of that, but after AJ talked to him, and he still shoved him afterwards, I definitely would have went to jail. Kenny Clark put the uh, the laughing emojis out there all regarding the incident, but the Green Bay Police Department, um, at least acknowledging that uh, they are going to look into this. By the way, Ben, you have actual audio of the press box. Of the press box cheering. Absolutely. I put my big J hat on. Got it done. So you, you got audio of the press box cheering as the naked streaker, as the streaker, uh, naked streaker is a double entendre there, as the streaker ran onto the field during the uh, soccer match at Lambeau Field. Correct? Yes. I want the public to make their own judgments on
1: whether it is acceptable. acceptable. <clears throat> okay, go ahead.
0: 70s show. So that is the uh, the media clapping, cheering, and giving you the, oh, as the streaker was taken out by security. Again, I have no rooting interest. Like, you're not covering that event. You're covering the soccer game. That just happened along the way, and it's not for either team. You're just basically, as now an observer, watching this guy get taken down by security. I'm all
1: for it. Yeah, but it's like drinking in an elementary school. It's like you may not be there to learn school, but even so, in that setting, you probably shouldn't be drinking. Okay. So what would you have done? What do you prefer? Um, maybe a, a slight nod, an inaudible cheer would have been acceptable here definitely you can document it and let the people know put it in
0: your game story i would say something to the effect of that oh he went down or whatever i don't know if i would stand and cheer but uh, and i certainly i don't think i would clap i just don't do that not in a press box i don't clap one way or the other so you can um, spell bill with a big j yeah i just i never have i don't even know if i would do it as a fan sitting out there i just i i'm i go to games and it's really weird because when i do things Uh, that I go to that I enjoy and all that kind of stuff, Uh, people always say to me, are you having fun? And it's not that I'm not having fun. It's just I'm an an absorber and an observer. I love absorbing the scene around me. I'm very much a picture descriptive person. So I take it all in. It doesn't mean I don't enjoy it because I do. It's just I'm just like taking it all in, for lack of a better term. Even like when the Packers won the Super Bowl and I was on the field. And i am it, it's not that I'm Big J guy. It's just I'm taking it all in because I don't know if I'll ever experience anything like that again. So I just stood and took it in. You know, the only time I can remember really cheering for anything is when I was watching the Badgers take on Kentucky. And I was there with all the fans in the midst of, of the fans and drinking and imbibing and eating wings and the cheese bread and all that stuff, stenies. but I was crammed in there with 500 Badger fans, and we were all going nuts. The energy of that, we were all going nuts. I don't know if I'd be even doing that if I was just sitting in a seat at a game. I don't really cheer that way. I never have. So I don't think I would stand and cheer or even applaud if the streaker was taken out, but I probably would go, Yes! Uh, within myself or uh, to under my own breath. So long description to basically say nothing. (laughs) Let's do this. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Dave Schroeder is going to join us uh, from WBAY-TV up in Green Bay. He's going to join us. That is coming up next. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at WABAM. W-A-B-A-M. Go to getwabam.com. The race team all over the state of Wisconsin racking up the wins. Go to Get, G-E-T, Get Wabam, W-A-B-A-M.com, GetWabam.com. Great products, whether it's ceramics, car washes, or janitorial stuff for maybe your business, whether it's the scrubby sanitary wipes or or disinfectants and such. Whatever it is you need, Wabam has it. Go to GetWabam.com. That's GetWabam.com. More on the Bill Michael Show next. Great place to go, a little barbecue, some brew, maybe a burger or two. Uh, that's our friends at Boondocks. Boondocks, barbecue, burgers, and brew, and a great place to go. Uh, really, really good people out there. They just expanded that big patio outside, and on a day like today, man, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's beautiful outside. County, uh, County, High Road, or County Highway Road to K in Oconomowoc and it is an awesome place they had some really good music over the weekend stop out and see our friends at boondocks barbecue burgers and brews right there on county road k in Oconomowoc and tell them we said hi good good people out there uh 877-867-1670 you want to hit us up do it uh, but joining us now on the hotline our buddy Dave Schrader uh WBAY-TV in Green Bay Dave how you been buddy
2: hey how you been Bill I'm good
0: I'm doing well. Um, So first, I want to start off with what everybody's talking about, and that is the fact that David Bakhtiari on the PUP list. So give me your thoughts when you heard that.
2: Uh, Not surprised, which is a sad state of affairs, given that it's been a long, long time since he hurt that knee on New Year's Eve of 2020. Um, It's been a long time. ACLs are all different for different people. They take different amounts of time, but... In my time, 10 years covering this team, this is the longest I've seen it take for a guy to get back to being able to practice and play.
0: The offensive line, obviously, Josh Nyman did a really solid job last season, so I'm not overly concerned. But how much of a concern is this for you, not just for David Bakhtar, whether or not he's going to play, but whether or not he's capable of coming back, playing effectively, and all of that kind of stuff?
2: Since we're in sort of uncharted waters in terms of ACL rehab and recovery that I've seen I am very worried. I haven't seen it take this long. So I wouldn't be surprised if Bakhtiari is not the same player moving forward. Of course the Packers invested all that money in him in November of 2020 just 1 month before he injured uh, that knee. I think if you ask Brian Gudekinst and gives gave him um some truth serum he'd tell you that he wishes he hadn't given that deal to David right at that time, but hindsight's 2020 20, and you wanted to lock up the all-pro but man, he would have commanded a lot less money on the open market as a free agent if he had injured his knee right before that. So good for Dave getting paid. Bad for the Packers not getting anything out of all the money they've invested in him for last year. Just a quarter and a half of the season finale against the Lions did he play. And now this year, the big question marks. So of course, pop doesn't mean he's going to miss regular season time. It just means he's not ready to practice at the start of camp. But given what we have seen or rather haven't seen, from him in the offseason and now to start camp practicing. It is very, 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 very worrisome.
0: The uh, You've got Christian Watson also on the pup list. So is, uh, so is Mason Crosby. Any concerns there?
2: I think we'll find out a lot more about those two players uh, when we get to talk to Matt LaFleur and camp starts. Is it just something, hey, they got something for three or four days, they're going to be out, or is this another mystery malady that we're going to have to cover breathlessly throughout the entirety of camp? And Christian Watson, he needs to get those reps with Aaron Rodgers, so they need him to practice. They need that.
0: Right. Um, Also, defensively speaking, now we were talking about this a little bit earlier, there's not a lot of weakness on this defense that you can see via paper uh, at all. Uh, Is there an area of depth, though, that concerns you?
2: Mm, Area of depth. I I like what they have up front. Uh, Dean Lowry, say what you will about the guy. He's done some things in this league. Get Jaron Reed coming in. You got Slayton in his uh, second year. So I, I think the D line's deep. Uh, the back end, we should see, you know. They got some great corners, but what the, is the depth behind there? And of course, the inside linebackers. Devondre Campbell, he's so stout, and the rookie can't wait to see what he has as well. But. You know, injuries are the thing that you would worry about, which is why I'm sure you ask the depth question. But if you look at that starting 11, it's just it's such a blockbuster starting 11. The
3: mm-hmm. three corners
2: you could have on the field at once, Jair, Eric Stokes, Michelle Douglas, not a weak link. Um, in the back end, Adrian Amos doesn't get a lot of love, but he does a lot of great things. Darnell Savage, he can be good at times. Devondra Campbell, Quay Walker, then up front, Kenny Clark, and, and uh, Devontae Wyatt, man, man they shouldn't give up a single point all year, right?
0: Well, at least, you know, if they do, then get the ball back right away and give it again back to the uh, the offense. I don't have a lot. I know I'm sitting here watching today about who's going to have a more successful year, Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams, and on and on and on. And they're saying that these two, without each other, can't get the job done. I think it's just going to be an offense in which Aaron Rodgers executes the offense. It's going to be more uh, play action. It's going to be more riding the side. It's going to be more movement. Right. We're going to see motion. I, I think it's going to be probably the truest form of what we've seen out of Matt Lafleur so far as the head coach and the offensive play caller of this team. Do you?
2: I think so. And the, to the question of who's going to have the more successful year, that's kind of a loaded question. Are you talking stats? Are you talking MVP awards? Are you talking all pros? Or are you talking the actual thing that matters winning games? Because the Packers, for better or worse, the 7-0 and under Matt LaFleur without Devontae Adams. As Crazy as that is. I'm sure you've spouted that stat. I'm sure the listeners at home have heard that stat. It's the truth, though. And the question is, who's going to have the best year? Well, the Packers could care less about what happens in the calendar year 2022 as long as they get to the playoffs. What matters is January 2023, February 2023. And I think the Packers were able to get back Devontae Campbell. They were able to pick up some draft picks uh, by um, – you know, trading Devontae away, get some cap space to get Rasul back as well. So I think the truth to the answer of your question of who has the better year is answered next year in January and February.
0: I uh, wanted to go to the offense real quick when you talk about the wide receiving core and scoring. Uh, now, I know we've talked a lot about the absence of Devontae Adams, but. When we talk about a guy like Christian Watson or Sammy, because we don't talk much about Sammy Watkins. I think it's just a foregone conclusion that he's just trying to kind of get back. But I really believe whether it's the progress of Christian Watson or Romeo Dubs or this guy and Sammy, I think Sammy Watkins is going to, provided that he doesn't end up injured, I think that this guy is is probably going to be one of the surprises of the season I'm talking about the NFL strictly for the fact that he's got a guy that can get him the ball throw it to him on a dime and put it into tight windows that he might excel dramatically as a wide receiver do you agree I
2: think if he gets on the same page with Aaron and they click that could definitely be the case when we talked to Aaron at minicamp uh, this summer the thing that he said about um, uh, Watkins that stood out to me is that you like to have guys sign that are playing for something This guy is trying to get his career back on track, trying to get a lot more money. You know, a lot of guys are motivated by this, that, or the other. Some are motivated by by money. If Watkins produces, he's going to get a lot of money next year. So I think it would behoove him and Aaron to get on the same page. And I think having the same goal of succeeding, even if it's for different outcomes to get, because he's not going to get a long-term deal here after this year, I wouldn't think with the cap trouble that the Packers would face again. But he could produce and do some great things. He won a Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs given he had Tyree Hill and Travis Kelsey to draw a lot of the attention there. But he had a kind of game-defining catch where he did a double move to burn uh, Richard Sherman for a long gainer. And he said uh, that's the same move Devontae did in that NFC title game that year against the Niners that worked. And I, I think Watkins can do some things, but you're looking at him and Cobb as the only guys – in this receiving core who have done something in this league in terms of had a a stellar season, a standout season. And for both, their best year was 2014. That's now eight years in the rearview mirror. As crazy as that sounds, you know they bring uh, some cachet with their name. They haven't done it in a while in terms of approaching 1,000 yards in the season or something like that. Maybe with more opportunities, he can have a resurgence. I don't think you're going to get 1,000 yards out of him but I think he could definitely surprise a lot of people and help this team win a lot of games and score the points that needed to be scored if the Packers don't have some other receiver emerge. Rodgers also seems high on Alan Lazard. He had 40 catches last year, I believe. I'm not sure what his ceiling is, Um, but uh, we know that Watkins has done something in the past.
0: Just the distant past. Real quick, uh, the one thing that we don't talk nearly enough about, and we probably should because it was a huge Achilles heel, and that was the special teams. How much better do you think they get just by the mere presence schematically of a guy like Passaccia?
2: Well, I'm not sure it's just schematics. I think it's the attitude. I'm pretty sure when Passaccia interviewed with Matt LaFleur, he asked, are you going to give me starting caliber players on teams? And if LaFleur... Said Yes, I'm sure that went a long way towards getting Versace because Versace is not going to take this job and get your third and fourth string players and try to make ends meet and try to keep your starters healthy. That's just not how it's going to work. Versace is going to get the best players in the best positions and do the best things with them, I think. And, um, I think that, as much as schematics, is going to lead to better results. If you have accountability that, hey, this isn't just a job for the guys trying to make the roster, this is everyone's job because if we don't get this job done, we're not going to go where we want to go.
0: Uh, The uh, A.J. Dillon thing, I know the police department's acknowledged there was an incident, there was an issue, what have you. How big of a deal is it? It doesn't
2: look good. If, in fact, what A.J. tweeted is correct, that the security guards invited him down to do that and then one police officer, for those that haven't seen the video, a police AJ Dillon, during the soccer game Saturday, came down on the field during the weather delay, was going to do a Lambo leap to entertain the crowd. Apparently, he tweeted that two security guards invited him down to do so, and uh, a police officer uh, came over, grabbed him by the scruff, yanked him around, and then he tried to explain himself to AJ Dillon, and then he shoved him even more after that. It didn't look good. I, I don't know why the two security guards would invite someone who looks like a civilian down onto the field. I know they know it's A.J. Dillon, but I just don't think it was a very good idea. I understand why the the police officer reacted the way he did, but, yeah, I think you also need to recognize who A.J. Dillon is if you're going to serve as security detail for any event at Lambeau Field at the same time.
0: Always good to talk, Dave. I appreciate it, buddy, and we will talk again real soon, okay? All right. Thanks so much. There you go. That's our buddy, Dave Schrader. He is uh, WBAY-TV in Green Bay. Get him at Schrader, W-B-A-Y, at Schrader, W-B-A-Y, uh, and you can follow him over there on Twitter at that handle. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders, and a 98% success rate, by the way, 98, all but guaranteeing they can help you out with ED erectile dysfunction. How about maybe you're putting on some weight, you're feeling sluggish, you're moody, you're up and down, you're like, uh, just not myself could be over the age of 30, and you could have low T beginning. You can go in and get your numbers checked. It takes maybe 10, 15 minutes, something like that. Or maybe are just putting on weight, and the All-in-One Weight Loss Program might be your way to go. Check that out as well. Go to New Mail Medical Center, where the medical experts, medical experts, Dr. Tim and the gang, doctor, not just people sitting there with a clipboard, but doctor, Doc Tim can help you out. Four, locations all over the country, by the way, but one phone number set it up 414-455-4451 414-455-4451 414 we're gonna hear from mark murphy and uh, some of the things that he had to say today at the shareholders meeting that is coming up next on the bill michael show this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Friends at Quick Trip still giving away thousands in cash and a lot of great uh, deals going on right now. Specifically regarding uh, some Mountain Dew in the pull tabs, you can uh, check out your cap at uh, Mountain Dew bottles, select and uh, possibly win yourself some nice prizes. Compliments of our friends over there at Quick Trip, they got it all going on. And don't forget, whatever you do at Quick Trip, use your Quick Rewards card and continue to add up the points, get the bonuses. And get yourself some great deals. And who knows, maybe one of those days they surprise you by saying, hey, you've got this coming up for free. Would you like that? Hell, yes. Makes it that much better. That's our friends over there at Quick Trip. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous place uh, based right here in the state of Wisconsin. And they are the official fuel provider of the Big Unit Cruiser. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Uh, Let's do this. Let's dive in for a couple of minutes. Take a listen to what Mark Murphy had to say in uh, regards to... um, in regards to the shareholders meeting today. Take a listen.
3: Good afternoon. Uh, hope everybody's doing well. Um, yeah, I, I think we were all pleased uh, with the uh, with the meeting, uh, particularly the crowd. It was uh, 8,624, 8, 8, 8, so kind of a return to some of the numbers we had before. I think last year we were like less than four. Yeah, it was down. So, yeah, we'll open up, Rich. Why don't you start? I know you have questions.
0: Well, let's start with, <laughs> the, let's start with the, the draft. You, you tiptoed right up to the line, guaranteeing. Right?
3: <laughs> no, I did not guarantee it. You, I, said I feel I, feel, I feel, confident that we'll, in either 25 or 27. Have you heard
0: year. from the NFL on no, that? No, no, no,
3: just that, uh, you know, but we are, given, we'll be given very strong consideration. We're, we've been close on other ones, too. How much does that have does, to do uh, with the progress of, the development of title town across the way you know, oh i think that's instrumental yeah title town and and then uh obviously the the rash expo would be a, uh that would be a big part of our plans for the draft you've obviously pursued it in the past What is, will the what the league officials told you about what they like about it as a site what maybe needs to be done uh they really like the history and tradition um lambeau field title town um Number of hotels in Green Bay is not so, <laughs> not as. Uh, that, that's the issue. Is just, uh, you know, it's a, it's become a big enough event. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, we've kind of included all the way down to Milwaukee that people would be staying, and uh, actually even looked at cruise ships. That was a, uh, I don't know if I don't know if the ice would be thawed by then. <laughs> hey, Mark, has, uh, has Brian or Matt been extended from their original deals, and if not, are you working on anything like that? Uh, you know, Rob, that's not something that uh, I'd, I'd prefer to keep that internal. But, you know, obviously, you can see from my comments that I, I feel like they're doing an outstanding job. Right, but you typically announce those, right? No, not always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you, Mark? Um, just to respect their privacy. So would you fans to know that they've had additions to their contracts? Mm-hmm. No, we prefer to keep it internal, Tom. So you, Tom, do we know your salary?
0: You can have it if you want. I mean, that's a pretty standard thing in the NFL if you extend someone's
3: contract. Uh, No, 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 we haven't always done it. I mean, obviously, sometimes a lot of it is when it comes out. Then we'll confirm it. So uh, we we were told that Brian Steele was uh, extended in the last year. Can you confirm that? Who were you told that by? Uh, (laughs) source <laughs> with, with of, of okay. no I I'll just say uh, I'm confident that well not only Matt and Brian uh, but also Russ Ball will continue to be Packer's employees for for years to come
0: do you expect more noon home games
3: <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Yeah, I apologize. Uh, I, I got uh, But I have heard. I have actually. Well, I've heard. Not only have I heard from from fans that they want more noon home games, they also want uh, fewer late season home games because they don't. They'd rather have all of our home games in the beginning of the year when the weather's better. But obviously, I talked a little bit about it. It's like it's it's good. <laughs> we want to we want to win those games at the end of the year. and It's better better chance when you're at home.
0: Um, what do your earnings say about the strength of the NFL finances?
3: Oh, I think it speaks very highly of uh, you know the league's finances, um, and this is, and you know Ken, it's really I mean projecting future to the future. I mean it's strong now, but you know looking ahead to the you know obviously the long long-term labor deal is uh, is key, and then uh, you know the long-term media. Uh, Agreements are positive TV too. TV and, and the stocks obviously had so much to do with your bottom line, but yeah. with the corporate reserve. How do you think you weathered that better than, you know, as you mentioned, you know, Nasdaq and S and P? Yeah, I give credit to you know not only Jeff Doris, but uh, you know Francis Investment Council. You know, we're forget the exact term, but we, we take risk, but you know, moderate, and uh, you know we've you know in, in the in the. Bull markets, we don't participate maybe as much, but it protects us a little on the down markets. Could you talk about the, the new scoreboards, where that idea came from? Have you seen them used in another location? And who's the manufacturer of the one you're going to? Yeah, well, obviously our current boards are coming up on 10 years. So, um, I mean, they're still good. But you go to some of the newer stadiums, you can see the difference. Um, yeah, I um, I don't think we've selected. Uh, it's still a uh, process. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, it, it'll be, a, it, the fan experience will improve dramatically. You hear a lot about those being part of this. I know the stock money has to go to improvements to Lambo and yeah. the area, so to speak. Yeah. Um, has any consideration been given to improving the audio system here in the media auditorium? <laughs> yeah, the media auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've tried, uh, Aaron. in <laughs> <that's around laughs> the world who consume <laughs> Packers.com <laughs> can hear the questions being asked. Well, I'm uh, I'm going to tell <laughs> you, I thought we fixed it. <laughs> Apparently we haven't. Constant. Well, the other, the, and actually the, the audio within the stadium is something that, uh, you know, we're Can you talk more, more about, about, about the upgrades that you're making in the concourse, concessions. I know that ticketing was an issue, you know, when we first
2: introduced it, that was a hurdle,
1: but it sounds like that's improved
3: as well with those new machines. Yeah, well, yeah, in terms of the e- e- egress or ingress into the stadium, uh Knock on wood, we were really pleased um, you know, with the pedestals, the way they worked with the soccer, uh, soccer-friendly. I, I, the soccer, soccer crowd was probably a little more tech-savvy than, not that our current fans are not tech-savvy, but uh, it worked very well. And, you know, we've got a lot of staff that are there helping people, so we, we think it'll help. Um, you know, in terms of the concessions and the concourse, that's something that it's really going to be probably a four or five year project uh, and we're we're up to you know four or five phases and it's really uh, grab-and-go stands getting people in and out more quickly Um, last year was really the first time uh, we had a chance to kind of measure the impact and it was significant Um, you know it's transaction times a lot faster and we also added quite a few uh, more uh, TVs and monitors so that people can follow the games even when they're out of their seats, and then um, yeah, and I think they mentioned it in there. The uh, at, at uh, behind section 100 up on the, it's a, on a level above the market. There's a metalite end zone bar that I think is climate controlled and will be very popular both in the early season hot games and then uh, later in the year in the cold games. Do you anticipate having more future more of those soccer exhibition type? events in future off seasons or is that something you'd be interested in yeah we would be um you know we, we want to have one major i think i mentioned that uh, non-packer event and um yeah you know you look at the concerts we've had the college football um you know the soccer i, I think was well received not only by the community uh but uh talking to the teams uh, and the players they loved the atmosphere and then they loved the playing surface too so it uh you know, hopefully word would spread that uh, you know, makes it more likely that we're able to have games such as that in the future.
0: There you go, Mark Murphy. We'll hear a little bit more when we come back, but stick around. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Sure, another segment yet to go. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. And uh, it's not just bed bugs. It's all different type, types of creepy crawlies. But if you do have them in your home or you want to be preventative or you have properties that you may own, as a uh, property owner or a manager, uh, get a hold of our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. Don't let the term Milwaukee fool you, though. They go outside of the area. Call Michael and the gang over there at 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. They're safe. They're effective. Kids, pets, no worries. Thermal and chemical options and their treatments. Find and kill the bed bugs, the eggs, all of that kind of stuff. And they're discreet. Guy, They come in, uh, you know, discreet trucks, discreet uniforms. They're not advertising it. Plus, they have customized solutions for your situation and, more importantly, your budget. So whether it's a residential or a townhome, a multi-unit apartment building, a condo, dorm rooms, hotels, motels, resorts, medical facilities, daycares, think about MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. That's MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. Really good stuff. We're going to wrap it up. Coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Only a couple of minutes to go before we get out of here. We can pick up where we left off tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Um because uh, there's a lot uh, still a lot more of Mark Murphy uh, to get to and I don't want to go too quickly into it and then have to cut out of it uh, almost immediately so we only got about three four minutes left to go in the program before we have to get out of here uh, you got Brewers baseball coming up tonight don't forget taking on the Colorado Rockies that game at American Family Field the fourth game in the four game series and the Brewers tonight go for the sweep Ashby with that new contract going to the hill sitting at two and seven. On the season with a 4.57 ERA, Freeland on the hill four and seven with a 4.96 ERA. So the Brewers trying to uh, knock off the Rockies tonight and uh, then steal or take own the four game sweep. In the meantime, the Reds uh, they're hosting the Marlins in the National League Central. Then you've got the Pirates in uh, Chicago taking on the Cubs. Brubaker goes to the hill tonight for the Pirates. Sampson on the hill tonight. For the, uh, for the Chicago Cubs, and then you have uh, the, uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, are off tonight. No Cardinals baseball tonight, so they are stagnant. So if the Brewers get a win, then the Brewers can go a full three games up. Three games up on St. Louis. Cardinals open up a series tomorrow night. Uh, they are on the road in Toronto taking on the Blue Jays, and the Blue Jays... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, for as far back as they are in the East, they are still a hell of a team because the Blue Jays, 53-43, 10 games above five hundred, but still trailing by quite some uh, margin in the uh, American League East behind behind the Yankees because the Yankees have just pretty much run away and hid with the division, with the season that they've had, and uh, the the Blue Jays just trying to hang tight and get themselves into the postseason. So that's the way things shape up. St. Louis taking on the Blue Jays. And don't forget, uh, you've got to the Brewers tomorrow night 7-10 7-10 start time back at American Family Field. They host the Twins. The Twins come into town. So the Brewers have that portion, that interleague portion of their schedule that's then going to begin as well. So all of that coming up. And whatever else happens to break, you've got uh, our buddy Zach Heilprin, who, who we heard from earlier today. He's going to be a Big Ten media day. And tomorrow, Ben, now you guys are tomorrow and Wednesday. After this program airs, you guys are doing uh, the Big Ten Media Day uh, kind of wrap-up of the session, so to speak, right?
1: Yeah, live from Big Ten Media Day, as they call it in the golf circles. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Wednesday, there is a Brewers game, so we will not be on 96.7 here in Madison, but we will be on the website, all the streaming stuff, and then as a podcast
0: afterwards. There we go. So we will... uh we're going to hear from the Big Ten Media Days, uh, special editions tomorrow and on Wednesday of Kenny, uh, uh, Kenny and Hal Prince. So that will be coming up and uh, get you all informed as to what's going on down there with the Badgers and the Big Ten as a whole. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of chatter about realignment and uh, what the Big Ten plans on doing and money and all that kind of stuff. We'll get into that discussion coming up. And then the Packers on Wednesday get their training camp underway. So we've got a lot coming up. This is, a, uh, this is kind of getting back into the swing of things type of week that we have on the uh, on the precipice here. So looking forward to it. We'll wrap it up for today. That'll do it. Until we talk again tomorrow, coming up in about 20 hours from now, have a great one. Time for us to go. Hoop! The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.